Welcome to Indigenous Faith with Craig and LaDonna Smith. For the next 30 minutes, we invite you to join Craig and LaDonna as they open God's Word and help Indigenous followers of Jesus Christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions. Craig is a member of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe Indians from northern Minnesota and is an author, public speaker, and gospel singer. LaDonna is from the Navajo Nation from the American Southwest. She is also a gifted singer and writer and a deeply committed student of God's Word. Together, they have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today for this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna into God's Word to see what he has to say about living out an indigenous faith that helps us all live lives that please him and gives us power for victorious Christian living. Welcome, dear friends, to this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. It's it's hard to leave behind the four-part Mourning the 215 Children podcast we've just completed because this issue is so painful and it's not going to go away soon, is it, Craig? Well, that's right, LaDonna. In fact, soon after the second episode was released, we received word from a First Nations friend in Canada that a second school was being forensically examined and another 751 Mm -hmm. bodies were discovered there. Now that's just under 1,000 children in the first two investigations. Uh, What what, what I think we need to, to do in today's podcast is to do a review of the major points we were trying to convey to our listeners these past four weeks and then remind those of you who are listening in, what is eternally the most important truth ever given by God to all mankind? And that is the path that he has designated and designed that leads all people to salvation, to forgiveness, and to healing of our hearts and our souls. And what is that path? It's called the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Such awesome good news, Craig. So wonderful for the world. So, Craig, let's remind ourselves of what those key points are. First, it's important to understand that the perpetrators of such atrocities were not following Christ's example, and they could not have been representatives of the Christ of of the Bible. Jesus came to save, heal, and deliver, not to abuse, abandon, and destroy. Secondly, Jesus never said, follow my followers. He said, follow me. That's, that's so important, you know, as we, as we look at these first two points. And I just want to make a couple of comments about, about both of these. I, uh, I, the people that did these things, they were in no way close to what God would have allowed and and there is there is such a misrepresentation of the love and mercy and grace of Christ when those who are his his servants uh, do such abuses that lead to death 
and this was a responsibility of of the church and and it's a, a sad part of history sad part of human history and it coincides with the sad parts of all of human history you know that ties into also with the sovereignty of god as he he oversees everything it's not that god is in all those atrocities but he sees it and because of sinful man and decisions they've made they've gone their own way to do such things and to hide it too to to that's our sin nature is we don't want anybody to know about that mm-hmm. we don't want it to be found whether it's our personal sins mm-hmm. whether it's a corporal corporate sin mm-hmm. or whether it's something like this just terrible mm-hmm. and and it's important i think that second point about not following his followers if if a person is going to reject christ because of his followers then you have to reject probably just about everything else in life, every every way of living, because the sin nature is so prevalent. It is all over the world, and it is all over the activities of, of mankind. The heart of man is evil continually, the Bible says. And it doesn't matter what tribe you're from, what race, or... Mm-hmm. And I don't... By saying that, I don't mean to minimize... Mm-hmm what has happened this is horrible it's atrocious and we acknowledge it as as so wrong and and, you know i ladon and i we've been in ministry for uh, over 40 years we've represented christ and we pray that we've done so in a way that honors him we pray that we've done so in a way that does not bring shame to his name and and the thing is you know as as some have uh, gone to the point of abusing, uh, to the point of death, children. Uh, there, there is no excuse. There's, uh, that that is not representative of mm-hmm. the true Christian message. It's not representative of the Christ who suffered and and paid the penalty for our sin. The gospel is not about that, and uh, uh, they weren't representing him. Bottom well, it's line. In, it's important. Bottom line. It's important to follow him mm-hmm. and to not follow others. And we know. Many places we've been, Craig, mm-hmm. that we've heard even from our own people, well, yeah, I tried that before, but it didn't work, mm. you know, or uh, I was really hurt by somebody in the church, or, you know, there's just so many different excuses, mm-hmm. and how sad, how very sad to think that people's lives are still continuing on in mm-hmm. a hopeless situation, or one that is not victorious, if if mm-hmm. a believer, mm-hmm. because we're we're still counting on other people around us. We're looking all around rather than looking up to the one that wants to lead us. Hmm. And we'll talk about yeah. that later too. Yeah. Well, it's it's important to to know that uh, if I'm if I'm a a Christian, if I claim to be a Christian, I'm not a follower of Christians. Mm-hmm. I'm a follower of Christ. And when you look at him, and here's the thing, uh, if, if you're rejecting Christ because of, of uh, all these horrific things that have happened, and I've been hearing that in some of the, mm-hmm. the uh, recordings, the videos of, of the protests and so on that are now beginning to spill out across indigenous land here in North America, that uh, you know the, the church is guilty in uh, perpetrating of, of horrific things, and so why... Why would any of us as indigenous people want to follow, you know, be a part of the church? Well, uh, 
there's a difference between the church and what it does and the savior of the world, the Christ, who is the one that the church should be modeling its life uh, around. And, and unfortunately, that, that has not happened well in, in, in history. But if I'm going to reject Christ, it isn't going to be Christians that will be judging me. Uh, someday I'll be standing before Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something we need to remember, that we will give an account the whole world, according to the Bible, if the Bible is true. And that's a, another whole issue on the authority of Scripture. If the Bible is authoritative and is true, universal, absolute truth, uh, then the scripture tells us that we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, right? And mm-hmm. we all must give an account for our lives. Mm-hmm. Every one of those who did wrong to those children, and uh, and then everyone who has done wrong to uh, children today, and right. as LaDonna and I opened up with, with a lot of transparency in our last podcast about those who were the perpetrators of horrific abuse against us when we were children— there's going to be an accounting for that uh, that will not will not excuse any human being ever walked on planet Earth, and so we have to remember Jesus never said follow my followers, right? He said follow me, yes. and that is what we must be all about, mm-hmm. and uh, that is an important truth if we're going to uh, live a victorious life that honors the Lord, right? And so. Let's, uh, let's keep that in mind as we move forward in our relationship uh, uh, with Christ and with each other. Yes, and that brings us to our third point. Um, thorough and righteous judgment will be given out hmm. to all mankind. You know, sometimes we point to ones that are really horrific, mm-hmm. and you brought that out. But, you know, the Lord, He came to save us to cleanse us mm-hmm. to him sin is sin yeah you know i think uh if there's a fly in the soup there's a fly in the soup <laughs> you know i i wouldn't keep on going and keep eating that I'd, you know take that out and then throw it out mm-hmm. but here we see here that nobody especially those who have harmed the littlest of children will stand before the judge of all the earth and get away with murder and abuse that contributed to murder. We talked mm-hmm. last time about modern-day murder as well. And yeah. it's happening right on our reservations right now. as yeah. well. Right at many of our um, government mm-hmm. hospitals mm-hmm. where they're allowing um, the abortion, the murder of little ones because of some atrocity from a relative or somebody in the community to hide that rather than... Mm-hmm. Um, be able to take care of that situation, call that out. And um, it really saddens my heart. It's just mm-hmm. everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. But there will be complete thorough justice. We're, we oftentimes, as we said in the podcast, don't get it here because uh, justice here on earth is flawed. Mm-hmm. By nature, it's flawed because, you know, you can get away with things here, and people do. Mm-hmm. And yet, even though you may have gotten away with something here on earth, there's coming a day when that ultimate judgment is coming. We want to remind our readers that, or listeners that that's, uh, that's an important truth that, that comes to bear as we consider how do we as indigenous believers in Christ respond to this horrific thing that has been happening you know, over 125-year history. Yes, and fourth, um, fourth point is the one who died 
for you is the one who knows suffering beyond what we have suffered. Mm-hmm. That's right. His suffering took him not only to death's door, but through death's door. And he did it all for you and for me. Mm-hmm. What wonderful hope. Mm-hmm. Even in his suffering. You know, the Bible mm-hmm. does talk about, you know, he role modeled to us that there will be suffering. Mm-hmm. There will be persecution. Uh, and we see it today. It's happening. Because the devil, the 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 terrible warrior of our soul mm-hmm. and our mind and our body does not want hopelessness to go away. He wants us to continue to live in that and to uh, always have things brought up and never able to get over them. Mm-hmm. And then we live out our days in hopelessness. Mm-hmm. You know, God the Father, this is a point that hit me as I was thinking about these truths. God the Father, like many of our indigenous families in this history who lost children, God the Father understands mm-hmm. because it was his own son who was so his only son. brutalized yes. and tortured and beaten to the point of death that took him right through death's door. And there was a point in time, I think it's one of the most agonizing points in in all of human history, where God the Son, as he's hanging upon the cross, realizing his, his, um, his time is short, and he, he looks up to heaven to his Father, and he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Wow. Can you imagine God having to embrace a reality that God had to turn his back on Christ because all the sin of mankind was poured upon him on the cross. That's a, a brutal... When I think of my sin, that's enough to break... That's enough gunk. <laughs> I mean, our own sins. Yeah, and, and you thoughts. multiply that by every human being ever mm-hmm. lived on planet Earth. That's what Christ bore when he died on the cross for our sins. And he died. And... God the Father knows the pain of losing a child in that sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he is not distant from the sufferer mm-hmm. in this case. And I'm so grateful that Jesus was willing to suffer and go all the way, not only, as you said, to death's door, but through death's door to offer me forgiveness, salvation, and hope. Amen. What a wonderful, Amen. wonderful truth that is. And then uh, the last point is the most powerful thing Christ modeled and offers us is ability to forgive. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness releases us from the prison cells that we find ourselves in when we choose not to forgive. And you know what I I think of the, the picture that comes to my mind is when we don't forgive, it's like checking ourselves into a prison, mm-hmm. into solitary confinement on our own yeah. and closing that mm-hmm. that gate that Mm -hmm. door that iron door and we hold ourselves in bondage Mm -hmm. and you know it when you think about that you know in the natural to forgive is not a natural thing to do it takes a supernatural doing and you know um i think of the lord's prayer and uh in matthew 6 how the lord said Pray then in this way, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. And we also have forgiven our debtors. Hmm. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. forever. Amen. Now, yeah. you know, we think of those verses as the Lord's Prayer, but a lot of times after the Amen, we do not look at the last two verses as well, the next two verses. I'm sure we're going to hear what that says. Well, it says here in <laughs> verses 14 and 15, For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Mm. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions, mm. our sins. Well, That's really a, a, a tall order. I mean, in the natural, that is just, especially with... This information that we've heard, mm -hmm. we just, and it's hitting us. They finally, it's finally coming out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're we're devastated by it. We're sad. We're grieved mm -hmm. in our heart mm -hmm. to think that such a thing could happen. Yeah. And yet, we as Christians, what is God asking us to do as we sort through, and as we work through, the truth of this matter? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think of it in this way, you know, um, and we shared this as recent as last week in, in the release of the fourth fourth episode of, of our our thoughts on, on the morning the 215 children. Our own journey through trauma and abuse and so on uh, could have devastated us, just like it has done so many. But God has helped us, hasn't he, honey? Both of us, he helped us through it. apart from us, and, and I think both our forgivenesses happened when we weren't in a, you know, together and as a boyfriend, girlfriend, or we even kids. husband and wife. We were kids, we were kids when the abuse locations. happened. Yes. You were in separate locations. God put upon your heart to forgive, as the way you put it, to forgive the perpetrators as if they were alive because you did not know they both, you know, died violent, horrific deaths. Mm -hmm. And in my case, you know, um, apart from really knowing you and so on, uh, the Lord put it upon my heart uh, the ability and gave me the ability to forgive my perpetrator. And I'll tell you, I, I, I have been released. You talk about that prison cell. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness puts that key in that door, yes. opens it up, locks it out, and we walk Amen. out. Amen. And we, we, we live free. Yes. That, that is, I'll tell you, that is one of the most powerful things that the cross of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. offers us. Because when that man, Christ Jesus, hung on the cross, he looked out upon the crowd that was hurling all those insults. Those who just before he went on that cross whipped his back into a frenzy where his back was literally probably looked couldn't more even, like a hamburger, yeah, a raw hamburger than, than a back. And he said, Father, forgive them because mm -hmm. they don't know what they're doing. And I wonder what God the Father did in response. I believe he forgave. I believe he that's his heart. God's heart, God had to experience himself a forgiving heart so that we could experience a forgiving heart. I, I, what I'm trying to say is he relates to the hurting person so clearly, especially those who have had death happen in their family 
at the hands of perpetrators. And we know across indigenous land in North America and around the world among indigenous people tuning in, uh, they there's a lot of that kind of thing going on in our communities. Mm-hmm. And so many are hurting, but there's... That, that, to me, that's why I follow Christ, because mm-hmm. the difference he has made in my life. Mm-hmm. That's good news. Amen. And you know what? When, when you, I like that the analogy you gave as opening up the door and, and walking out, and you leave behind retaliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vengefulness, hopelessness, fear, anger, bitterness. I mean, those, those guys have first, second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. fifth cousins. You know, these kind of sins, and they take them right along it. the yep. way, and, and the lives are lived out that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so glad that the Lord breaks, He can break that cycle mm-hmm. of hopelessness and unforgiveness, because mm-hmm. it really needs to be. If we are believers in Christ, Lord, help us. Yes. He, he, he gives us a time to grieve, but in the grieving process, we realize that we do not grieve like those who don't know the Lord. Because mm-hmm. the ones who don't know the Lord, they're still trying to retaliate or maybe mm-hmm. trying to make sense of it and still uh, frustrated and sad in their hearts. And we are too. We can never forget that. That that happened. And, and Lord willing that that never happens again. But mm-hmm. knowing Satan, that somewhere around in the world, there are things like this continuing to happen. We know there's people being martyred for their faith even now in some, uh, in some very closed countries and so on. Uh, Christians are the ones being persecuted. So it, it, goes, it, it flows both ways. There are people that are, their lives are being lost by, uh, because, simply because they're followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and I, think, I think this, I, I guess to summarize that last powerful thing, point of forgiveness is that forgiveness can transform any person's life regardless of who you are you know red yellow black and white there's there's guilt upon all nations upon all people of atrocious behavior because the curse of sin is a universal curse and that's why a universal curse needs a universal remedy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus came to provide. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, in, uh, in John chapter 14 and verse 6, we read these words. This, this is Christ himself speaking. Jesus says these words. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a strong word. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a exclusive word. You know what Jesus is saying? And you know what we as Christians have to embrace as as truth because it's biblical truth? And that is, there is only one way, according to the Bible, that men and women can find healing and forgiveness. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And you can't come to the Father except through me. Through him is through the cross. And I, I um, in, in the book, White Man's Gospel, I remember writing the analogy. When you look at those three crosses hanging on the, on the hill there, in the middle was Christ hanging there, suffering uh, sinless, but yet dying on the cross for the sin of the world. Mm-hmm. And then beside him are two thieves. 
one thief was a cursing, angry, unrepentant guy who just uh, mocked the man in the middle. But then there was the thief on the other side of the cross, and he looked at Jesus and he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And then Jesus said these words, this day you will be with me in paradise. He accepted his repentance and he assured him that he was going to go to heaven and be with Christ throughout all of eternity. He was the first convert from the cross, hanging on a cross <laughs> right then and there. You know, if I was to say to somebody, you know what, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. And nobody can come to God but through Craig Smith. Oh, my goodness. You might as well throw me out on my ear because I have no authority to say that. You know, you put me in a grave, which almost happened twice in my life now. I'm not going to come out of it. But Jesus did three days later. So that's that's why following him is so important because he's the only one who is, claims the authority of of victory over sin and it's all because of his sacrifice. And so that's, that's the gospel. Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the tribalrescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smiths website, tribalrescue.com, to learn more about the Smiths and Tribal Rescue Ministries. Be sure to visit their online store, where you can find more indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series, and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong Indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and LaDonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and LaDonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air, help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week, dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring, and biblically-based, indigenous faith.